depends who you are. Anything can happen if you don't smell like shit. Hey guys, it's Evelise and welcome back to, I was going to say my channel, <laughs> welcome back to my podcast, A Living Contradiction. Are you getting some writing for the episode? Because I totally am. Okay, so yeah, how are you guys doing? How has your week been? Um, what's new? Um, well, I'll tell you what's new. Halloween is coming up. So this podcast is being pre-recorded. It is, today is uh, October 28th. So, um, so yeah. So that means um, this part, this, oh my God, this, <sighs> breather, this episode will come out after Halloween has passed, but you know, you guys pretty much get the gist, um, which is, it, it's really crazy how Halloween is coming up, but I'm already seeing Christmas decorations, like, hello, department stores, get it together, <laughs> it's not even November yet, like, y'all, um, yeah, I have no clue what I'm gonna be for Halloween, I've been telling myself that I'm either gonna be a Playboy bunny or a fairy, but I haven't, purchased anything for those costumes so I doubt I'm gonna be anything um I had the most random idea earlier today that I that I'll be my dad for Halloween just because I feel like it'll be easy to throw the outfit together you know um I just pretty much have to go inside his closet the only thing is he is bald and I'm not so it would be really hard to um portray the non-hair type of thing um, especially because I have so much of it. Um, but yeah, still have no clue what I'm going to do for Halloween, but I figured, hey, why don't we go through some of the old costumes I used to wear and reminisce? How fun is that? Now, I don't have the best memory in the world. Um, yeah, I, I barely remember what I do five minutes prior to this very second but I can just tell you guys from what I do remember um the last Halloween that I remember was pre-pandemic it was it was I believe the Halloween of 2019 I believe I believe because Last year's Halloween was October of 2020. No one went trick-or-treating. <laughs> no one did. Um, yeah, so, like, yeah. I was an angel. And I went trick-or-treating with my boyfriend. I don't know what the hell he was. I just remember he had, like... I think it was like a spear or something. It was obviously fake and probably a mask too. The original plan was I was going to be like a um, a good angel and he was going to be like the devil. And he just did not go according to plan. So, you know, whatever. We, we improvise around here. 
Um, but I'm not going to lie last, no, not last year's, um, but the last year that I did go trick-or-treating, it sucked. Like we, um, at the time I was, I was living at my grandmother's house because I was still going to my old college. I know you guys can't see the expression on my face, but it's, it's not a good expression. But anyway, yeah, I was going to my old college and it was all the way in Queens and my grandparents live in Queens. So I was like, I mean, what are my choices? Be at home, but have to travel almost three hours to get to school or just sleep over my grandparents and only take a 20 minute bus ride to school, you know? So that's what I did Monday through Thursday. I slept over there and yeah, like how I said, just a 20 minute bus ride from the house and back um, and oh, to school and back and um, uh, which I call it. it. It was probably it, it, it was it was <laughs> it was probably a, like the same day, but after school. Oh, yeah, it was it was. Um, and I was just like why don't you come to Queens and we could just go trick-or-treating here because my family went all the way to Palisades and I was like I don't know like I don't really want to go all the way over there so um so let's just go trick-or-treating here we met up in around I want to say hillside of of Queens no 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 it, it wasn't hillside it was it was Flushing it was Flushing Queens and it was um it was around like Ch- Chinatown and I don't know Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if they celebrate Halloween because there wasn't a lot of people giving out candy. And the people who did give out candy, it was like the same guava little jawbreaker from like that that you could get from like the nail salons. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, where are the Tootsie Rolls? Where are the we're the goober things we're the swedish fish you know what i mean like starburst skittles like like really like that's not cool dude um so yeah it wasn't that great we knocked on a lot of doors and no one was answering um and it was it was weird too it was like weird weather it was like muggy uh i i remember it was like raining but then it stopped and um I just remember because Queens is really big. So the part of Queens that we was in, it was closer to home than it was to my grandparents' house. The original plan was to go back to my grandparents after we was done trick-or-treating. But um, but I was already so close to home that I was like, all right, I might as well just take the bus home. So when we were done um that's what I did I took the bus home the only thing was that I forgot all my products at my grandparents so uh, I had to wash my face with like this soap that I don't even know what the fuck it was it was just soap but it felt more of like a waxy substance to be honest um I didn't have my contacts my contacts case solution or my glasses so well no no no. I had an extra pair of glasses at home so I, I was good on that part but 
I didn't have my contact case or the solution. So I had to just throw out my contacts. So that was a waste of contacts. Um, to be very honest, my outfit didn't even like go together either. <laughs> I I got these pants from Romwe, I believe, or Shein, whichever one. I mean, they're pretty much the same, aren't they? Um, yeah, I got these pair of pants. They were like, how do I explain it? They weren't really holographic. I don't want to say holographic. They were the type of pants where, excuse me, if you was to take a picture of them with flash, on the on the picture they would show up as white like they were gray but if you took a picture of them they would show up as white like the flash would would reflect on them i'm not sure what that's called but it was those type of pants and then with a white shirt and um i had angel wings but they were gold and a little halo that was on top of my head that was white um so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like it. It didn't really like the outfit didn't really go together. It just looked like I was wearing a regular outfit to go out, and then just threw on some wings. <laughs> um, but hey, it's all right. It's it's whatever. That the Halloween before then, I couldn't tell you what I did. I don't remember. And a plane is flying by. How lovely. Don't you guys love it when planes fly over the house and all you hear is that big static noise? Uh, yeah, I don't remember what we did the Halloween before that. I do remember a couple years back, though, I... <laughs> okay, so I dressed up... I'm not sure what my thought process was, but it was like like vampire okay it, it was vampire mm, was it vampire though I have no clue I have no clue what I wanted to be all I remember was the vibes that it gave off so it gave me a lot of like vampire diaries aesthetic like the outfit was definitely vampire diaries but then I painted like fake blood coming out of my mouth. I didn't have fangs or whatever. It was just, it was just like red eyeshadow coming out of my mouth and then a rose, but it was like a black rose. Don't ask me how or why I thought of that. I was just like, no, this looks good. Like this looks fire. I'm going to do this. And then <laughs> at the time, I didn't know how to do my hair and my hair is curly. I don't know if anyone else had that phase where all you would do is just wet your hair, put gel on it and then and then like clip back the front part of your hair. If you used to do that, then then I I I feel like you understand what I'm saying. But yeah, that's what I did. And mind you, like the haircut was not it. It was much like giving triangular shapes. And um, my hair was very puffy. It wasn't layered like how it is now. Um, I didn't know what sectioning was. I didn't even know how to style my hair. All I knew was water and gel. And even the gel that I used to use, it wouldn't hold my hair. My hair would be like gelled down on the top but then puffy on the inside so it just looked really really like <laughs> really bad um 
and my yeah my hair was short it wasn't long at all it was like shoulder length and it was very very puffy I have like uh, I'd say like 3b to 3c hair um but you already know when your hair when you don't put product in in you know a hair pattern like that a curl pattern like that it just frizzes up and then it starts to look like 4a 3c type of hair so yeah that's what my hair looked like I looked so fucking crazy um and then I still wore glasses at the time so it was like it was like do people even see your makeup like do they even see the eyeliner right now I don't know it just uh it looked it was like very much pre-glow up type of thing <laughs> um yeah as for the outfit, I definitely wore a leather jacket. I think it was my older sister's old leather jacket. And the zipper didn't even work. It was just a leather jacket. It was like cropped. It was a cropped leather jacket. It didn't have a hood. Um, and the zipper didn't work. But I thought it was the coolest thing on planet Earth. So I wore that. Um, I think I wore either jeans or leggings and then black boots. I don't remember the shirt, but yeah that's what I wore and then I would just carry like this fake dead rose around like like ooh, look at me like ooh, like look look at me I'm like a vampire I'm like I'm like twilight you know like you know it was just ooh. <laughs> it was just like really bad um so yeah I, I really thought I really thought it had it going on um Prior to that, a few years prior to that part, that tragedy, um, another cringy Halloween, I, again, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I always came up, like, I, I would always choose the sexiest characters to portray, but I was like 11 years old, so whatever they wore, I couldn't, so I would just try to match as as much as possible but it would just look odd it would look weird it would look off it would look off and odd but anyway this year I was I was way younger yeah I was like 11 or 12 or between 11 and 13 somewhere around there and um no actually the the Halloween that I was just talking about I was definitely in like my 13 12 13 age year so this Halloween was probably like 11 I'd say so 11 or 12 something like that but whatever um I wanted to be Black Widow um because Avengers came out and I was like Black Widow is a badass um female empowerment hell yes like I want to look like her so I'm doing it um I pretty much pretty much just wore a black outfit like as if I was going to school like an all-black outfit that was it um as you know Black Widow she wears her tight I think it's like leather suit um zip up it's very sexy very like body fitting I definitely didn't wear anything like that I didn't even have a body I mean, I had a body, but like not the type of body that we're thinking of. I didn't have boobs. I didn't have a butt. Um, I was a child. Um, so yeah, I basically 
from what I remember, I believe, again, probably like black leggings. Um, I think I wore flats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black widow costume with flats, right? Um, like that makes sense. Um, flats. I wore I wore a long black sweater. Um, I'm not exactly sure how I did my hair, but then again, same exact thing. Still didn't know how to do my hair. My hair was still triangular, still puffy, still not done, still very much mess. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. And then my basket to carry my candy, I'm not gonna lie, it was actually pretty cute. It was like a little pumpkin and it was, yeah, it was really cute. We went trick-or-treating. It was... Because at the time, we would, my, my my little sister and I, we would always sleep over my grandparents' house. But more specifically, my older sister's apartment since she lived um, downstairs in their basement. Um, so she had her little apartment downstairs with her son, uh, aka my nephew, and then his father. Because um, they were together at the time. And then upstairs was my grandparents and then um, the floor above them was tenants and then the floor above them was my cousin and my uncle so it, it was a pretty big house it, it fit a lot of people it had a lot of families living in it so um so yeah so we all went trick-or-treating the whole family um I, I'm not sure if my dad was there but I do remember myself my little sister my older sister um my nephew and his father and I think probably my uncle as well we went trick-or-treating around the neighborhood um let me just tell you guys this. The neighborhood is like, uh, it's not really like a suburban neighborhood. It's kind of like in the, uh, ghetto. Um, so there was a lot of men hanging out outside, drinking, not outside of the house, but like when you go into the street, um, yeah, outside of the stores, out, you know, like places like that, they were just giving out candy and they all looked weird. You, you know, back then I was just like, you know, I just want candy. Um, but those guys were for sure like drunk, um, and just like, I don't know. They looked very sketchy, very, very sketchy. Um, and um yeah it it was it was kind of like chaotic too there was yeah it was mainly just drunk men just like I don't know like there was like breaking bottles and like crazy shit happening but you know we didn't care you know we were trick-or-treating um but with with this neighborhood it was pretty much the same candies as well there wasn't a lot of diversity with the candies you know it was a lot of um I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of, you know the lollipops that they give you at like TD Bank? Yeah, it was a lot of that. Um, <laughs> which makes sense because there was a TD Bank that was right there. Um, yeah, there, there were probably some jawbreakers in there. Maybe some Kit Kats. But as a child, like I wasn't. I wasn't into candy that much. My thing was mainly chocolate and some candies I, I could do, but for the most part, I just really wasn't into the fruity candy. I, I, I really liked the chocolate. Um, so I'm pretty sure I didn't eat a lot of my candy, but whatever. Um, so that was that. Um, Halloween. Hol- I can't. Oh, there was this one. <laughs> Oh, it was actually really funny. 
Okay. Um, but there's only one part of the story that I actually remember because I was so young. I forgot how old I was. It was probably like eight, like seven, eight years old. Um, at the time, my little sister and I, we were living with our mom and she took us trick or treating around my grandmother's neighborhood, which is the same neighborhood as my dad's because when they were divorced, um, when they got divorced, my grandmother, she lived somewhat near my dad. Like it wasn't too far from him. So it was pretty much the same neighborhood. Um, so we went to her house and we was just like hanging out and I looked out the window and I saw the house like right across. They were having like this, I don't know what it was. It was like, somewhat of a haunted house they had people dressing up as zombies and like a smoke machine and they were passing out candy but you had to get through the zombies first it was actually really cool but as a little kid I was like at first I was like mommy let's go but then when we went in I was fucking terrified I was like was like fuck like what is this are they like is this real um so yeah, so we went, I forgot what I dressed up as, uh, probably a witch, but who knows, I don't remember. Um, we go, we're walking towards, and mind you, like, these people, they're very much able to do this because I'm not sure if it was a, if it was a front yard or a driveway, but it was big, like, they had enough space for it. Um, so all I remember was, like, we're walking, we're walking, um, First guy pops out. He's like walking all distorted. His face is green. Like his eyes have like black paint under it. And I'm just like, whoa, what the? Whoa, dude. Like, fucking scared me, dog. We kept walking and walking. And I'm like, where the fuck is the candy? Like, now I'm getting freaked out because as we keep walking in it, there's more fog coming up. And I'm just like, all right. I don't see the candy and I'm seeing all these zombies and they're getting very close. So I just ran. I took my mother's hand and I ran to go find the candy. Sure enough, I found it. It was on a table. Um, they had like, yeah, they had like, um, I think it was either a bucket of candy or bags of candy, something like that. But whatever it was, I put my little hand in it and I grabbed as much as I could and I just shoved it in my bag. I shoved that shit in my bag. I took my mother's hand again, run through that shit because I cannot tell you, okay, maybe because I was a little kid and I was way shorter, the people looked bigger and it looked like more people. Um, there were probably like a few people out there there were probably a few guys like probably like four just like walking around like zombies but as a child your imagination is so imaginative (laughs) it's so creative that like like common sense didn't click like at first I was like whoa these are real zombies okay that's pretty cool and then as I kept walking in I suddenly realized oh my god these are real zombies (laughs) and I was just like yeah like like we have to go but I'm not leaving here without my damn candy like that's for sure um that's all that I remember from that day but I also remember my mom was fucking cracking up I was like did you not just see those zombies running around like that not running but like you know over there 
Like, how are you laughing right now? Like, I was so flabbergasted at how humorous my mother found the situation. But, like, obviously, as an adult, I understand because I would have been dying laughing too. But at the time, I was just like, Mommy, how could you? You saw how troubled I was, how stressed out I was, and you sit here and you laugh? Oh, how dare you? <laughs> but, I mean, I can't blame her. I mean, she, she had a right to laugh because that, that shit was fucking funny. If I was to see myself doing that, I probably would have fucking laughed my ass off. But probably would have LMFAO'd. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm trying to remember any other Halloweens. I really, I really don't remember. You know, like my childhood be, became such a blur to me. I only remember like really memorable moments, like the the one with the zombies. That's the one I for sure remember. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really remember anything else I do remember um I oh yeah I do remember this time I was I was older I was a freshman in high school and I dressed up as a panda yeah yeah I dressed up as a fucking panda like what okay I got this onesie from Target I thought it was the cutest thing and it was a panda right I was like, you know what? This thing looks comfortable. It feels comfortable. I'm going to get it. And I would wear it all the time. All the time in the house, I would wear it to go to sleep because it was just that comfortable. So, you know, for this Halloween, this specific Halloween, I was like, we we were giving out candy. I don't remember if we actually went out to go trick-or-treating. We probably did, but I, I don't remember that part. Um... So I was like, the, you know, my dad, he was like, come on, we're going to go hand out candy. So come on, like put on your costume. So I was like, damn, I don't have a costume, but I'll just, I'll just go in this, like whatever. So yeah, I mean, it was, it was a cute costume, but you know, it was just like, it, it wasn't like your typical pick for Halloween. Um, but I do remember as I was handing out candy, um, okay, so two things, uh, <laughs> So that summer that had passed, you know, I was an eighth grader transitioning to freshman year. So, you know, had eighth grade prom, had a little eighth grade crush slash not really boyfriend, but like guy in the picture. He eventually became my first boyfriend, but, um... Uh, we were uh, <laughs> we were okay I had a crush on him um I think he had a crush on me uh he had a girlfriend though we were obviously just friends but we had went to prom together and um like we didn't like kiss or anything um while he had the girlfriend or at least well I knew that he had the girlfriend, um, but you know, like we went to prom together and I'm guessing she found out that I had a crush on him. So, you know, she started to dislike me. Um, and, uh, 
And that Halloween, when I dressed up in my stupid-ass panda onesie, she shows up to my house. I'm guessing she lived nearby. It was her, her mom, her sisters. And I I knew who they were because we all went to the same middle school. So, um... So, yeah, it was just, you know, like, it was awkward. Like, you could feel the awkward tension. Like, I saw her. She saw me. We were literally in my driveway. Like, it was like, damn, she knows where I live now. (laughs) I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. I just had a crush on the guy, and we went to prom together, and that was it. You know? But whatever. Um... Yeah, she, uh, yeah, she, she definitely didn't like me, but you know what? It's all good. It's all good. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much past it. I, I, I never had a problem with her, but, um, yeah, she didn't like me. So it was just weird. It was awkward. I was like slowly trying to cover like my, my address, like, okay, we covered the numbers and shit. (laughs) But, um, another thing was that I think he was her cousin uh, his name was, his name was Sam, I think, Sam, I think, and, um, he, he was really cool, he was younger than my friends and I, but he was super cool, he always hung out with us, and I forgot what he dressed up in, but it definitely covered his face, he walks up, and I give him candy, and I'm like, Sam, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like, it's me, Evelise, and he, he like takes off the mask and he's like, oh shit, yeah, hey, Evelise. I was like, hey. It was so crazy because like, you know when you have one of those friends that are like not that close to you, but um, close enough that, that like you're aware of their name, like who they're associated with, like, like kind of like acquaintances, like not best friends, but I guess just average friends maybe. But yeah, more like acquaintances. Like I just remember, I don't know how, but like something about it just told me, yeah, it's him. And I was just like, huh, are you Sam? He was like, yeah. I was like, Holy shit, dude. Like, hey, what's up? Here's some candy. Like fucking enjoy. He's like, thanks. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, if I do have another Halloween costume, memory pop up I'll definitely bring it up but um I don't yeah I don't I don't remember anything else um but you know Halloween I think it's so fun the only thing is (laughs) I'm a little bit of a pansy when it comes to like Skyrimovies and shit um yeah (laughs) Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of horror movies. I don't like paranormal shit. I don't like haunted shit. I'm not that big of a, of a fan of Chucky or Creepers, Jeepers. Jeepers, Creepers. Yeah, I think it's Jeepers, Creepers. I've definitely watched the movies before, but I don't like them. Um, I don't like The Conjuring. I don't like Annabelle. Like, no, I get bad dreams. And, like, my dreams on, on their own, they're already, like really scary so like I don't want more bad dreams you know I don't want more crazy dreams um so yeah but here's the contradicting part hence a living contradiction I love haunted houses I know I know it's very you know like I said contradicting very like weird um 
my boyfriend said the same thing. My boyfriend's mom says the same thing. My little sister says the same thing. Granted, though, she loves scary movies, so obviously she won't understand it. But, yeah, I hate, absolutely hate scary movies. I like the cute scary movies, though. I like, like, Disney movies, like Halloween Town or, like, Girl vs. Monster or Twitches. Oh, I loved Twitches. Halloween Town I loved, too. The only thing I didn't like about Halloween Town was they got a different girl in the last movie. And I was just like, who the hell is this chick? Who the hell is she? You know? She doesn't even look like her. Anyway, um, but yeah, I like cute movies like that. Or like Nightmare Before Christmas. I like, you know, cute stuff. I don't like stuff that's like possessed and like creepy psycho shit. That shit gives me the chills and I don't like that. Now, why? Yeah, that just reminded me of Halloween Town. Man, that gave me some big nostalgia. Loved Halloween Town. Anyway, um, okay. The thing about haunted houses, right? I, I like them. They give me like an adrenaline rush. Um, the only thing is before I actually, well, this didn't happen the last time I went into a haunted, well, actually it did. Okay, so as I'm waiting on the line, as I'm about to go into the haunted house, I get like a lot of nervousness. I get like, I'm like, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm like a little bit panicky, but then once I'm in it, it's like I'm enjoying it, sort of. I don't know. I I don't know. It's like, when I'm in a haunted house, I know it's fake. And I know these are just actors acting. And it's still scary because they're so good at acting. But at the end of the day, you know that, like, there's an exit sign. You know that, uh, you know that if something wrong was to happen, that, like, those people would most likely have to, like, snap out of their acting and help you like I don't know in case of an an emergency or something um so yeah and another thing is I'm moving you know I don't another big thing about scary movies is that you know with a movie you have to sit down and watch it in order to like understand and like you know part of watching is paying attention um and like I don't like that like number one it's like really scary and number two I have to sit down like I'm already anxious you think I want to sit down for this I need to be like walking around you know I need to have blood flowing like I can't just sit still like a rock and just watch this I feel like I'm internally trapped you know internally and physically trapped internally and externally But with a haunted house, it's like, I know it's fake. I know it's fake for sure. I know it's just acting. And it only lasts for like, what, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, You're, it's like, it's more fun. You're moving around. You're most likely with friends at, you know, when when you're there. Um, And yeah. And that's it. What a scary movie. It's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. It freaks me out. I get easily scared too. My boyfriend loves to scare me. Um, there's like this this mini hallway going from the kitchen to his room. So um, he likes to do this thing 
where if he walks to the room before me, he'll turn off all the lights on that section. And yeah, like on that end of, of the of the apartment, I guess. And he'll hide. He'll hide, right? He'll he'll hide, he'll wait for me <laughs> to pass by to give me a mini anxiety attack. Yeah. He loves doing that. And I'm not going to lie, I I love doing it too. The only thing is I'm not as good at scaring him as he is with me. With me, when I get scared, I don't I don't throw hands in the air. I don't like run. I'm more like a screamer and frozen, you know? And like my body yeah, my body freezes. My body kind of like has a glitch, but in a frozen way. It's kind of like if, yeah, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind of like a robot glitching. It's like, er, 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 but I'm like screaming. So I'm like, ah, ah, you know, Uh, it sounded like a bird. It sounded like a crow actually. But, um, yeah, so, (laughs) um, so yeah, there was one time where he scared me. I was... I was sitting down on the couch, I was talking to his mom, and obviously she saw him because she was she was across from me, so um he was come he was like walking up behind me. So obviously she saw him, but she didn't tell me because she wanted me to be scared. So, you know, I'm like <laughs> I'm just like sitting there talking to her. She's like, Yeah, yeah, so into the conversation. He comes up behind me, he goes, Bah and I go, Oh <laughs> like like a puppy. His mom literally said, oh, she got so scared. She sounded like a puppy. And I was like, they're just holding onto my chest, just like trying to reevaluate what the hell just happened. And I'm like, why did you do that? And he was like, I'm sorry. It was just fun. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, Like I just screamed in front of your mom. I'm pretty sure that was the first time I ever screamed in front of her. (laughs) And it, li- it wasn't even a scream. It was like a, a yap. Like, burp. like, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, Halloween, Halloween time, fall time, it's fun. You got pumpkins. I recently did pumpkin carving with my sisters and my sister-in-law and my nephew. It was actually really fun. It was, hold on. <clears throat> that was for you guys. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. My older sister and I, we got the the white pumpkins. And then my sister, sister sister-in-law and nephew, they got the orange pumpkins. So we, you know, we, yeah, we got the white pumpkins. I got the orange ones. We cut out faces. Let me tell you, mine looked, um, just a bit on the wacky side. (laughs) Um, okay. Here's the thing, right? I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be unique, right? I was having like an, like astrology, astro, astrological, I think that's what it means. Anyway, astrological like theme to it. So I was thinking like stars, moon, sun, planets, like I was thinking like space and shit like that. Um, 
it did not come out like that. I will tell you the the moon that I did, it came out really nice, okay? Um and then I was I did the sun. I drew the sun on the pumpkin. I was trying to cut it out, but as I was cutting it out, it looked it looked really it looked like like someone took a big bite out of a pumpkin. So I was like, "All right, fuck this. Like I'm just going to cut this into a giant ass square and like I'll just have shapes you know I have a I'll have a moon I'll have two squares I'll probably have a little triangle you know I was like you know we're just doing shapes now and yeah it just it looks really fucking stupid um luckily my older sister she was like okay the moon and the square are very close to each other. So why don't you just finish it off, make a nose and a mouth, make, you know, make a face. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes more sense than what I was going to do. Just leave on random ass shapes there. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. I cut out triangle, cut out a smile. And um, it didn't come out that bad, okay? It, it still was a face. You could obviously tell it was a face. It was just like, one one eye was the moon and one eye was a square, you know, it was just like very off, but whatever. My nephew and my sister-in-law, theirs came out really good. My sister-in-law, she did Oogie Boogie and it came out really nice. The only thing was that um, the squirrel ate through the face. So, you know, fuck that squirrel. And then my nephew, I forgot what exactly he did. But it came out looking really good. It it was like um a vi- uh which call it a pumpkin a jack o' lantern with fangs. Um, he legit had eyebrows. The the eye shape was like very sharp. It, it came out really nice. Um, us three, mm, we're kind of like basic, but you know what? Basic bitches rule. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was fun. That was fun. But you know what's even more fun? Answering questions. So I think that's what we're going to move on to now. I just need a swig of my water. By the way, let me know what you guys' favorite Halloween candy is. This is probably going to come off as... um, Uh, again contradicting but my favorite is Tootsie Rolls I don't care what you guys say I know it's not real fucking chocolate but that shit tastes so good love Tootsie Rolls me and my father we love them um anyway but let's answer some questions give people advice that they need especially since I am not that experienced in life I'm only 19 years old and um and uh, I judge everyone, but I shouldn't be because, you know, I'm a living contradiction. Hello. Anyway, um, <laughs> that was very stupid. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> let's read some stuff and let's get some opinions. All right. Ooh, this one's a long one. Oh, I'm actually really interested. Okay, here we go, guys. The title is... I found out that the guy I'm dating is my second cousin. Mm. (laughs) We love that. Family reunion. Hello. (sighs) Okay. Started dating this guy a month month or two ago. Everything is absolutely great. 
We get along so well. We have a lot of, we have a lot in common. Sex is great. Our conversations never get boring. You get the idea. I've dated a couple of guys during the years which led to nothing, but this one is different. I really see a future with him. He came over to my place yesterday and said that he had something he wanted to tell me and he wasn't sure how I was going to take it. (sighs) He said that he told his dad and his sister that he had met someone. Of course, they asked him who I was and he told them. Come to find out, my dad and his dad are cousins, making us second cousins. We share a great grandparent. (laughs) This information blew my mind. I wasn't sure how I was going to react. What are the fucking odds? My dad and his dad aren't close at all. They don't even remember ever meeting each other. So the guy I'm dating and I haven't known each other since childhood or anything like that. We didn't even know about each other's existence until we started seeing each other. I asked him what his family thought about it and they didn't care. He didn't care either. I can't see myself leaving this guy, but I'll be lying if I told you that the situation doesn't freak me out in the slightest, lol. So is it weird if we continue seeing each other even though we're related? Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck do you even say to that? Um... See, this is why, like, you got to do your research on people, you know? I mean, she probably didn't expect him to be her second cousin. I don't know. This is crazy. You know, this sounds like straight up out of a telenovela type of shit. Um, I don't know. This is weird. You know, I mean, if I was in your situation, yeah, you really like this guy, but like, let's say you guys are having sex, right? Now that you know that he's your second cousin, you're just going to be thinking like, I'm having sex with my cousin. You know, (laughs) like, okay, I get it. We're all related at the end of the day because we all like came from Adam and Eve, right? According to, you know, like the catholic religion which is like what i'm involved in but do you know like there's there's a lot of space in between now and then i'd say dude fuck that i can't it's too weird find a different guy i'm sorry you know like I believe that if if a person is the right person for you, it's going to be like under the right conditions as well. It's not going to be like anything weird going on. And if it if it is weird, then it wouldn't be bothering you as much. You know what I mean? I feel like when you meet the right person or the one, everything just kind of falls into place and nothing feels uncomfortable. Obviously, you you run into like uncomfortable shit along the way but like when it all comes together it doesn't feel weird it feels almost as if this was fate and as if you met this person before but like but not really you know like I feel like it falls into place I feel like yeah you really like this guy but if you're gonna be weirded out by every time you kiss him or you have sex with him or have to do anything intimate with him then don't date him 
you know, because, you know, part of a relationship is being able to share that intimacy. And if you can't do that because you're freaked out, I say, just tell them, hey, man, I'm so sorry, but this is really, really, really weird for me. And I don't want to keep leading you on. So I'm going to end it here, you know, make it respectable. And, um, and yeah, there, you know, there's like eight billion fucking people on this planet you know you'll find someone else okay obviously great guys aren't that aren't that easy to come by in this day and age but you know what just just have the belief that whatever is for you will be for you it'll come to you at the right time so you know just be patient um yeah I'd say um move on because I'd be really fucking weirded out I don't think I would be able to uh, to continue with that. But hey, do do whatever feels right to you. Let's actually read some of the comments. I'm actually really curious. Ah. Okay. Some someone said I've specialized in genetics and I can tell you that genetically speaking the two of you are distant enough that any future children won't be at risk of rare genetic diseases. Just the normal population risk that everyone has. So if you're distant enough genetically for kids to be healthy, then I think morally it's okay as well. I mean, yeah, she has a good point. Um, the girl said, thank you for this comment. It really means a lot. Consider you sp- Considering you specialize in the subject too. Thank you again. This really eased my nerves. LOL helped. Um, let's read another one. Uh, someone said they are related through their father, so there would be no mitochondrial DNA in common. What the fuck does that even mean? Speak English, person. This is actually more common than you'd think. I actually knew two sets of twins that did this. So weird. I mean, essentially, you're both cousins, but on both sides of the family, paternal and maternal. So you share quite a bit of DNA. Don't marry her slash him. Um, damn, I don't know, okay, the thing I find squicky, is that even a fucking word, the thing I find squicky about cousin partnerships is what if you break up or one is abusive or you need the support of your family for whatever reason you can't get away from your partner by going to your family because it's the same family it's extra pressure and influence in your case your fathers are first cousins and you only share one great grandparent who is presumably dead um don't say that i'll get rid of anything you jinx on wood your families are not close enough to cause any kind of conflict nor any kind of genetic problem with potential children. So socially and genetically and morally, you're fine in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, it, it seems like these comments are like pro-relationship, but yeah, I don't know, girl or guy. Wait, yeah, girl or guy. I'm not sure if this is a girl, Um, but do you, whatever feels right, I say, you know, kick rocks with it because it's too weird for me. Um, okay. Let's see this one. No, obviously I can't sing. You guys should know that by now. And sorry if my audio keeps going like close and far and close and far it's because i keep moving around because i can't stay still 
Um, cause I'm, I'm just, I'm just a chaotic, nonstop moving person. Anyway, my parents want me to marry a stranger and I have no say about it. How can I deal with negative emotions that come with it? Okay. I don't know if anyone will read this, but anyway, my parents want me 20 female to marry a man that I don't want to because I'm a woman and I'm supposed to. I've tried many times to tell them that I'm not, that I'm really not interested and I prefer to focus on my education first. They didn't want to hear any of that. It's been four months and I still struggle to realize what's happening. This person, I could tell, um... I could tell that they're having trouble with the language because some of their, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, spelling is kind of off. Um, and I still struggle to realize what's happening. I thought about many ways to get out of the situation, but none were efficient. My parents raised me in a way that I am absolutely not capable of disobeying them. I'm just terrified. How can I feel less shitty about the situation while waiting for my life to end? Oh, thanks for taking the time to read. I live in France. I should have precise it. I'm sorry. Okay, I don't know if this is um, common in France, but that's, wow, that's crazy. Okay, first of all, I'm so sorry, hun. That is no way to treat your daughter that is no way to treat a woman, let alone your daughter. I feel like your parents are in the wrong for this. I feel like, okay, maybe this might be a tradition in some cultures or in some religions or something like that. But I I still don't agree with it. You know, I, I don't like the fact that in some cultures, parents force their daughters to marry a man. It's like... It's like, what are you doing? Why do you want your child, your innocent child, to marry a man that she doesn't even know? Do you even know this man? Like, do your parents even know who this person is? Why would they want you to marry a stranger? That's like the total opposite of what a parent should want. You know how parents are always like, don't talk to strangers. Um, hello, you're literally forcing your child to marry one. I'm so sorry, hun. I don't know how to go about the situation, but please do your research. Please try to contact any type of helpline that um that will get you out of the situation. <sighs> I think it's so depressing that she said, you know, how can I feel less shitty about the situation while waiting for my life to end? That's like no way to live. You know, life is about living. It's about experiencing. It's about being happy, feeling love, feeling sadness, feeling anger, you know, doing stupid shit, you know, taking care of responsibilities, you know. It's about, you know, experiencing things, you know. It's about experiencing life. And being married to a person you don't even know, you don't know how they're going to treat you. You don't know what their day-to-day life is like. You don't know what kind of person they are. That's very, very scary because you're going to be living under the same roof as this person and I'm guessing this guy is going to be taking care of all the financials. He's going to be the person that's going to be running shit and, you know, that's not right. And he's probably going to make you be, you know, the fucking housewife. Clean, wash the dishes, cook me food, 
do this, have sex with me, this and that, bossing you around. No, you're not a fucking slave, okay? You are a person and you deserve to be treated as such. Um, Definitely contact a helpline. Get out of this shit, man, girl, woman, sorry. I feel, I'm, I'm like getting aggressive about this because I don't like that. I don't like how traditions are do that, okay? I think it's fucked up, all right? And I think that it's it, it's just about keeping the tradition alive. It's not about bettering the society. It's not about bettering um, fucking, you know, stereotypes. It, it, and it's not about bettering a person's life. And it, it's all about, you know, keeping some some guy who created these rules it's about a keep it's about keeping his legacy alive like fuck that okay fuck that person that person probably isn't even alive anymore okay you deserve to live life all right there's so much to life to experience rather than being at home and slaving to a man that you don't even know who doesn't even respect you okay get out of this shit as soon as possible if you got to if you got to get out of that household, if you have to get away from your parents, please do because you deserve to live a life full of happiness and with a man or woman that loves you and who knows you and who understands you, okay? You shouldn't be forced into anything, all right? Fuck that shit, okay? Life is too short to sacrifice it for fuck people, okay? Fuck them, okay? I really hope you know, you, you get things on track, hon. I really am wishing the best for you. Um, I cursed a lot. I don't know how I'm ever going to get paid on this podcast because I say the F word a lot. But you know what? Fuck it, okay? Fuck those people. Anyway, on to, <laughs> on to the next one. <laughs> okay. Let me take a sip of water, though. Okay. All right, I've lost my boyfriend to stock slash crypto trading and I don't know what to do. Um, I'm not sure what this means. It says I-N, I-N-B-4, in before therapy? Uh, I-N-B-4 therapy. I don't know what this person is trying to say, but it says... We've got a therapist and are seeing them again soon. I plan to bring it up. Been together six years, lived together five. At some point over the course of the last year, can't really remember when, my partner started following Stocky. I don't blame him though. He's a really nice guy streamer. Okay. And trading like crazy. I figured it would be a short-term obsession and he would drop it eventually. First, it was just stocks, so he would be preoccupied while the market was open, but then stop when it closed. <clears throat> That's actually a long time, because the market opens, like, I'm not sure how early in the morning, but it's definitely in the morning, probably like 8 a.m., and then it closes, ugh, depends, maybe like 7 or something like that, 6, 7, or something like that. Um, so that's pretty much like a full-time job. Um, then he started doing crypto, which seems to be 24-7, and it was just all completely downhill from there. It's not about the money. He works a lucrative per diem job and trades with fun money on the 
off days. I believe he is profitable for the most part, but the problem is that that's all he cares about now. I work from home in the afternoons and he complains about me distracting him. I also have to do literally everything around the house, including feeding him and fetching him water from the fridge, which is literally less than 10 feet from his desk. Because if he gets up, he could lose out on a position and lose money. I already know. I already know my opinion on this guy. This kills me because I value my bad, you guys. I had forgotten that each segment only goes up to 60 minutes. Um, so it just cut off on me. But anyway, she was basically saying that um, this is really hard because she really values their relationship. Um, the guy is basically addicted to trading stocks and cryptocurrencies. He's doing it 24-7. He keeps um, blaming her for distracting him um, whenever she can't do one of his little fucking tasks. Um, my advice, hun, two things. Number one, sit him down, have a conversation with him. Be like, babe, this is really affecting our relationship. I don't like where we at, where we're at. I'm not happy. I would like to change it. Is there any compromise that you're willing to do? Um, I'm not a super big fan of compromises, but I feel like, you know, when worse comes to worst, you got to do it. You got to do what you got to do. Um, and you know, let him know I am not happy. Don't, don't keep that anger bottled in and then like erupt randomly. You know, you want to make sure that he knows where you stand. So if there is, you know, a moment where you're like, okay, I'm done. It's not coming out of nowhere. At least you gave him a fair warning and you gave him a, ch a chance to fix it. Um, so that's number one. Sit him down, talk to him in a calm manner. Try not to let emotions get in the way. Um, I know that's really hard to do because like, you know, sometimes I'm like an emotional person, but you know, try to, try to be like, you know, sit him down, talk to him. Um, I have a feeling though that he's going to get really defensive because just for the simple fact that he's been so inconsiderate of important stuff like your birthday, birthday, your birthday, or even I forgot what it said. It was something about an anniversary or a date, something like that. Or no, no, no. It, it was vacation. It was vacation. The one time that you really aren't supposed to be working, he was doing that shit. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah. What everything that you said in this passage, tell him. You gotta let him know of these things because if you don't, he's just gonna think that everything's okay. Number two well actually three things number two don't feed into this little addiction um because this is most definitely an addiction if he is doing this all day like from nine to five and then gets on a different device just to do it even more he's very much addicted and if he's taking it out on you yeah, I mean, like, that. those are the signs. That's how a person on drugs acts like, too. Um, and since you're the person that's the closest to him physically and probably mentally, he's going to blame it on you. You know, he's not going to blame it on himself. Um, so, yeah, second thing, don't feed into this addiction. You said that, you know, you would bring him water, bring him food or, or whatever, or do all the household tasks. Don't do that shit, okay? Because that's making him think that everything's okay, okay? 
if, you know, it's like, it's like being one of those moms that's like, okay, you won't do it, right? You won't do it. Okay, then. All right. Yeah, go ahead. Go out with your friends. Yeah, yeah. Or like, yeah, go ahead. Have this piece of candy. All right. Drink that soda. Yeah, okay. You could, you could do that. You could do that. You know, like, he's going to take advantage because he knows that he thinks that what you're saying and your actions, your actions are two totally different things. But in reality, you know, what you're saying is what you feel, but, or at least I hope that you're saying it, but what you're saying is what you feel and then your actions are out of, you know, like, I guess pity or like just being the good person that you are. But yeah, don't feed into it. Stop picking up for his slack. Do your own work, do your own responsibilities and whatever, whatever his part is, let it pile up until he notices how much of a disaster he's doing and let him be the one to clean it up. Um, I know sometimes that doesn't work, especially with like dishes or with laundry, but um, I really hope it doesn't get to that point. Third thing, um, I mean, if it really comes down bad, fucking leave him, man. Like honestly, who has time to deal with shit like this? You know, relationships are hard enough. Yes, they could be they could be great, they could be playful, they could be loving, but at the end of the day, it's real life shit, okay? You're already living with a person. You're already, you know, th- that alone is dealing with conflict on its own cuz you guys are bound to clash, okay? You know, let a let alone just being with a different person. It's not like you're by yourself all day dealing with your own shit. You're dealing with your shit and another person's shit. That's a lot of shit to deal with, okay? Um, and you know that that's just common. That's just a common thing. Couples they argue and they they get mad at each other. But some you know sometimes that could be difficult to handle. So imagine having to deal with that with this on top of all that couple shit, you know, it's, it's too much. And, and, you know, you guys have been together for what, six years? Maybe I really hope it's just a phase. But if it's not, I'd say try to get out of there. If you gave him a fair warning, and he's not doing anything about it, get the fuck up out of there. It's really hard because like like how I just said, you guys have been together for six years and walking away from a relationship that long, I mean, no one wants to fucking do that. That's like ultimate heartbreak. That That's like asking to break your own heart, you know, but... But at the end of the at the end of the day, you have to take into consideration your happiness. You can't let someone else's destruction break that down, okay? You gotta make sure you're doing what's right for you before anyone else. So that's my three pieces of advice. I really wish the best of luck to you and and your boyfriend or fiance, whatever he is, or husband. Okay, next one. Thinking of starting my own Etsy store. I'm a 27 female stay-at-home mom. I do I do take online classes, but lately I've been bored. My son is only a year and four months, and most days I spend my time at home, just me and the baby. I've been thinking about starting a hobby. I've thought, why not open an Etsy store and sell handmade pacifier clips? Oh, that's cute. I think I'd do really well, and it would give me something to do with my time. Um, hell yeah. 
Etsy is like I have my own Etsy store. I sell um, clothing that I that I sew for my sewing machine, and it's pretty fun. Like, and it doesn't hurt. It's not like you have to pay any outlandish fees. The only thing you have to pay is like twenty cents every four months, and that's just to keep. I think like the the listings on on your profile. Um, and I think maybe Etsy takes a percentage from from your sales, but I'm not exactly sure. But either way, like, you fuck it, you know? Like, it's fun. It's not going to hurt anyone. It'll give you something extra to do. The only thing is, if don't do it for the sole purpose of the money because you're most likely not going to get a lot of money from it so fast you know um some people on Etsy are very particular sometimes you can you can make a lot of money from what you do and sometimes you know you'll get a few sales like maybe once every two months um so as long as you're not doing it to receive fast money then I think it's great you know why not my sister has a Etsy store um I, th- I think it's still up, but I'm not exactly sure. Um, but yeah, she has one. Um, she sells candles. Um, and yeah, she she actually got a lot of sales from Etsy. I forgot when it was, but uh, it, I think it was this past summer. She got a lot of orders. It became really popular. Um, but yeah, I think. Take up a hobby, you know, do something. Um, I'm actually pretty impressed that you want to add more to your plate. You're a stay-at-home mom with, I mean, basically a one-year-old baby. That's a lot of work. You're doing online classes, you know, like, shit, okay. Look at you. Um, but yeah, I say, I say, stu- I, okay, I can't speak. I say, just do it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do, let's do like three more, and then we'll end it off, because I'm getting a little tired, I'm not gonna lie. Wow, and it's a Thursday, I got no school tomorrow, Hey, okay, okay. Alright, let's see. Bloop, bleep, bloop, what the hell did I just press on? <gasps> what the heck, did I just like press on the wrong thing okay sorry another plane just flew by like as if we didn't have just like five to ten fucking planes pass by already but whatever (sighs) okay guy friend i friend zoned keeps making me uncomfy and guilt trips me if i don't validate him he sounds like a bitch anyway Mm, I'm a senior in high school, female, and I have a friend I made over summer school. He's my only friend for the first couple of periods. He's really emotional, unstable, and has a long history of depression. He told me he liked me at the end of summer school, and I offered to stop being friends in case it was too hard, which is kind of weird, but whatever. He insisted it was okay. But these days, he is overbearing. For example, 
what triggered me to write this post is I drew on a dude's hand and he told me in detail how it made him jealous and upset with me. He said, I'm so insecure, it's not your fault. At the end of our conversation, to apologize? Whoa, wait, hold on. I did not understand it. So, so he said, he's the one who said, I'm so insecure, it's not your fault. At the end of our conversation to apologize, question mark. So she thinks that he, he was trying to apologize, but she was questioning it. But why do I feel so bad? Also, I have to explain, I'm not interested in dating at all to make him feel better. But in reality, I just don't want to date him. How do I draw boundaries in the least painful way? Okay, first of all, um, this guy, I mean, you already said it. Literally look at the words. He's emotional, unstable, and has a long history of depression. I'm not... Uh, I'm not bullying anyone with depression because obviously a lot of people have it. It's a really hard thing to, you know, uh, cope with. But, you know, he's already, like how you said, unstable. He's not in the best place emotionally, okay? But the other thing is he sounds like one of those guys that, like, he just sounds really insecure. He sounds like a lot of people that that I have experienced in high school there's probably have been there's probably been like two guys that I've met that acted that way but I never stuck around with the friendship because it was just like all right you're just fucking weird so bye like you're you're making me feel so uncomfortable like this is really like I don't want to be here right now so like goodbye um I think that you should just stop being friends with him. Because what the fuck? Who wants to be friends with a person like that? Like, you know, like, don't feel bad. You already told him that you don't like him. And you've already offered to stop being friends in case that was too hard. But he, he didn't take the offer. Obviously, he's not gonna because he obviously likes you and he wants to keep you around. I feel like people like that insecure people cling onto um people that they idolize or that they obsess over to try to like um what's it called to try to complete like a fantasy in their mind and be and you know you drawing on that on that dude's hand was interrupting his fantasy and he didn't like it he sounds really fucking weird. I'm sorry. Stop being friends with him. He sounds like like an awful friend. A friend is supposed to be someone that actually makes you feel good, not makes you feel uncomfortable and guilt trips you. Okay? Um, if a person needs that much validation, they should get it from their fucking mom. Like, goodbye. I'm sorry. Um, um, but I do... I do wish him the best with his depression. Maybe that's like, that's like a like a, a factor in it. But still, like I I still don't think it's it's fair for you to put up with shit like that just because he's suffering from something. You know, like I feel like if he's aware of his depression, try to like for him for him to try to handle that so that way it doesn't come up in the friendship. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that 
that's just not fair. Like you can you can have depression, you can have anxiety, you can have a disorder, but when it comes to affecting your friends, the people that are around you to support you, I just don't think it's fair, you know? Um, yeah, so that's my advice. Just fucking like drop this guy. He sounds weird, he sounds like he's gonna become manipulative and Again, you don't want to feed into it, okay? Don't feed into that. All right, only good vibes, right? Only good vibes. Should I expose my brother's cheating to his girlfriend? Ooh, wow. Let's see this. A few weeks ago, I, 23 male, found... Ooh, this is a male. I thought it would be like a little sister type of thing. But anyway, a few weeks ago, I, 23 male, found messages on my brother's 20-year-old male old phone that he left unlocked in our shared room. Now, I'm not typically someone who snoops through other people's belongings, but there was a highly explicit photo open and my and my intention was to lock the phone when I picked it up, I quickly realized that the photo was not of his current girlfriend as the girl's face was clear in the photo. Damn. Um, immediately below the image was the message, I miss you. I immediately put the phone down and went about my business. I was, it was time stamped for just a few minutes before I'd found it. Wait, what does that mean? It was timestamped for just a few minutes before I'd find it. Oh, does that mean when it does the ding like every two minutes or something like that? I don't know. Until recently, I'd given him the benefit of the doubt. Oh, it was timestamped. Like he took consideration of the time that it happened. Okay, got it, got it. Until recently, I'd given him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he'd broken up with his girlfriend and had already moved on to another girl. Given that they are in a LDR. What the fuck does that mean? Okay, hold on. Alright, let me look this up because I'm actually really, like, I'm, I'm super invested. I just want to know what it means. LDR. What does that mean? Oh, long distance relationship. Okay, okay, so that would be a reason for them to break up. Okay. How did I not get that LDR, long distance relationship? Okay, it was totally possible that they could have broken up and none of us in the house knew. About a week or so ago, I was in the house when I saw a package addressed to him arrive from his girlfriend. Now that I know, I've noticed his unlocked phone with even newer messages, meaning that this wasn't a single occasion, but it's been actively happening. I've known his girlfriend for a few years now, and she's a very sweet and kind girl. I hate to see that this is how she is being treated behind her back, although I understand that it isn't my place to expose his cheating. I feel terrible about the situation, and I'm not sure about what to do. I feel like I should anonymously tell her so that she can confront him and get out of the situation sooner rather than later. But I'm having hesitations as I know that none of this was business to begin that none of this was my business to begin with. Should I expose my brother's cheating to his girlfriend? Oh, this is so bad, man. See, this is why when people's phones go off, I look the opposite fucking direction. Because if I see something, I'm going to feel like like now I'm involved. I saw it, so now it's like I can't turn back. And, you know, it also depends on the person's situation too. Like if you're very close to that person, then you feel even more awful because you're like, 
I'm keeping this big ass secret from you and you're such a close person to me and I just feel so bad. If it's obviously like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, then I wouldn't necessarily feel that bad because I'm not that close to them. But it all depends on the situation. Now the thing is, he already said he knows his girlfriend. She's a sweet girl. Um, she doesn't deserve to be treated this way. They've been together for years and he feels really bad. Um, man, I am with you. I am so with you. Oh, this is, this is interesting. I don't know how these types of things work with guys. I know for girls, they are way more like supportive. So if this was to happen, I feel like like it wouldn't be that bad. I don't know. I guess I'm just speaking on like being a girl and like being a girl in a group of girls. I'd say come clean to your to your brother. I like I I okay. I'm the type of person where I can't. I can't just see something and brush it off or I can't just like feel bad and then just brush it off. I'm going to keep thinking about it and I'm going to I'm going to start to be mad at myself because I didn't stop a situation that was obviously stoppable or yeah or avoidable or something like that. Um tell your brother, man, tell him, be like, "Listen, this is going to sound really bad, but you know, I, I was in the room, your phone was unlocked, um, this, this, uh, this photo popped up, and you, you don't have to say, like, you got up to go see it, you know, like, don't make it sound like that, just be like, I was walking by, and the photo popped up, and, and boom, like, I, I just saw it, it caught my attention, I saw it, I couldn't unsee it, um, and, you know, obviously, I saw the face, it wasn't your girlfriend, I'm just letting you know, I feel really bad, you know, I, I know what you're doing. I know that you're cheating on this girl. And um, I, I know it's none of my business. I know it's not my place. But I, I feel like I feel really bad about this. Um, and I don't think she deserves to be treated this way. Um, I don't know how your brother's going to react. I don't know what type of person he is. Obviously, you know more about that than I do. If he's like, okay you know, you're right, you you got it, I'm gonna tell her, then, okay, you did your part, now exit, okay? Like, don't, don't continue with it, okay? Just, just confess what you saw, confess how you're feeling, and now, now it's up to him to deal with it. But, if he's the type of guy that's defensive and aggressive, then that's a little bit more of a problem. <sighs> This is where it gets difficult because you're like, now what do I do? You know, I still feel bad. He's obviously not going to tell her. So just be like, listen, I'm just letting you know. I saw what I saw. I don't believe that's morally right to do. So if you don't tell her in the next week or two, I will. Okay, lay down the rule. If he gets, if, if he gets physical, fuck it. You get physical too, okay? But at the end of the day... If you stand up for what you believe is right, then that's what matters. I don't know how, I don't know a guy's perspective on this. I don't know how, how they would go about it. But, I mean, for me, I can't. Like, if 
I, if I, I, I just feel so bad. If I know that one of my friends or like, yeah, someone that I really, that, that I know that I, that I have good, um, good relations with is being cheated on. I can't like, I feel bad. I feel guilty for not telling them. I feel like I owed that to them because I know for sure if I was being cheated on, I would want to know so I could get the hell up out of there, you know? So yeah, that's what I say to do. I actually want to read the comments though. I want to see what people have to say. Oh, what the heck? No one responded. Come on, man. Okay. Yeah. Someone definitely responded. Um, someone said she deserves to know if my brother was doing this, I would most definitely tell his girlfriend. I expect him to treat people with respect, especially his dating partners. Okay. Yes, you should expose him, but be warned that this is most likely going to cause a problem between you and your brother. That is very true. You got to also take into consideration, you know, like, Okay, there's that saying, like, bros before hoes, but, you know. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, because of that, that might just start up some issues, you know. Your brother might resent you. He might not, you know, he might not want to be, I guess, buddies with you. But, I mean, I feel like that would change. You know, obviously, he's not going to, like hate you forever because at some point in time he's 20 years old you know like guys guys that are young sometimes they don't think straight they just think in the moment and that's probably what he is doing you know he has a long distance girlfriend he's probably like I'm not getting anything from her she's not with me so I'm gonna have a little thing on the side and still have her you know which I think is fucked up like what's the point you know, if it's going to be that way, then just break up with the girl. Like, don't make her suffer. Um, but I think that he's not thinking with his head. I think he's thinking with his pee-pee. Um, so, you know, if you guys do come to a falling out, just know that it's not going to be forever. You know, a few years will pass by and, and he's going to be like, yeah, he was right. Because I was being a douchebag. So, yeah, that taught me a lesson. Hopefully. I mean, and if he doesn't come to that realization, then fuck it. You don't need to hang out with people that way anyway. Um, I understand he's your brother, but people are people, man. People will be fucking crazy. I actually want to read this comment. So I know what you're saying because me and my siblings have suspected my brother of cheating on his girlfriend who at this point has become part of our family. She's really sweet and nice. My youngest sister even watched him Snapchat other girls in the car. Ugh, don't like that. We... The siblings, minus our brother, collectively talked about it many, many times and kind of decided not to tell his girlfriend, mostly because we didn't know how and any time we tried to talk to him, he denied it. So without solid proof like you have, then we didn't have much. Mostly our conversation boiled down to who our loyalties lie with. I will say that being cheated on and lied to and made to feel important in someone's life just to find out what's really going on is awful. It's definitely something you'll have to think about. And if you tell her, I highly recommend it to be anonymous. Oh, that is, that is an option. Don't tell him you know either. No sense of ruining your friendship with him. Or let her find out on her own and keep your conscience with him clear. I hope this helped lace some things out for you. Good luck with whatever you choose. I mean, that is also an option. You could go anonymous with it. But I just don't like lying like in general I feel like because 
Let's say you do do it anonymously. At a certain point, your brother's going to be like, I really wonder how she found out. And what if he like, he suspects that like you told her, you know, then you're going to have to come clean. You might as well just let every, like all the truth air out, you know, that way you don't have to keep up with any lies. If you feel better doing it anonymously, then hey, go for it. But I think just be truthful, just be honest. I feel like honesty is the best policy. So just just go with that. Just be honest. Show show who you are. Be like, yeah, I saw it and I will tell her if you don't. Uh, excuse me. Um, I feel like, yes, loyalty is a big thing. I do understand that. But I also believe in what's morally right over loyalty. Because... If, you know, if, um, not saying that this is happening, but if one of my sisters, like, if I was close to, like, one of my sisters or, or both of them, like, their partners, and I saw that they are cheating on their partner, I, I would not like that. I would be like, I saw what you did. You need to, you know, you need to get your shit together. Because if you don't, I'm going to tell them. You know, because I don't, I don't like having, having shit to hide. You know, I'm not that person that's going to keep a secret if I truly don't feel like I can keep that secret. Okay. It's up to you if you want to share that secret with me, but you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't like that. So that's my advice. Okay. Tell him about it. If he agrees and he breaks up with her, then great. That's on him. Or if he doesn't, if he gets defensive and starts creating problems between you and him, set down a rule. Hey, if you don't tell her, I will, and that's on period, okay? Because, you know, it's not fair for you to feel bad for it, okay? Okay. Um, okay. Let's do one more. Okay. One more and then we will wrap up the podcast because my voice is becoming very raspy and scratchy. Okay. Ooh, this one's long. Okay. Wow. And there's only two comments. Wow. Okay. Okay. Need advice on writing an embarrassing apology. I need some advice on how I can write this apology to my friend without being rude or making it seem like I'm trying to embarrass her. Me and this girl have English class the same period. We are pretty good friends. So today, since there was group work, we decided to partner up. Everything was going fine until she started scratching her head. I usually wouldn't be too nitpicky about this kind of thing, but she was doing it so much that her scalp started to bleed. Ooh, I'm so sorry, but that is really fucking gross. And I could see it in her hair on her finger, so naturally this started to gross me out so much that I started to feel nauseous and uncomfortable. Of course, I didn't make it any I didn't make any sort of comment about it, but I was feeling like I wanted to just go back to working by myself. Girl, I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> Eventually, she got up to go to the bathroom, so I decided while she was gone, I would just move back to my original seat in the class and sort of act like nothing happened. While she was in the bathroom, I texted my friends and she was grossing me that she was grossing me out and that I didn't want to work with her anymore. I know that sounds rude, but the whole situation was making me really uncomfortable and I didn't know what to do, so I decided to confide in my friends. 
when she came back from the bathroom she waved me over to continue sitting with her and of course because I'm not a completely awful person I went over and we resumed what we had been doing together she started to scratch her head again and because I found no longer and because I oh my gosh what the fuck am I saying and because I found no longer take it okay I don't understand what that means I decided to grow a pair and just move back to my seat if I had decided to work by myself as if I had worked oh my god so as if I had decided to work by myself. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I, I need to go to sleep. I'm starting to develop lisps and different vowel sounds. She didn't say anything when I, when I did this. So all was fine until we went on our break halfway through class. We went outside and I just stayed on my phone. When I got a text from another friend that had left school early, we will call her Anna. Anna also happened to be in this particular class and was also friends with the girl I was working with. Anna wasn't in class, and when she texted me why, I decided to show the text to the girl I had been working with. The only problem with that is that the messages that I showed included the messages that I sent about how I was grossed out by the girl in class. They had named they had her name, so I almost paused so I'm almost positive she saw them. I didn't realize in the moment, but a few minutes later I thought about it and now I feel really bad about the whole situation. I never wanted to say anything because I assumed she had some sort of scalp issue. But it was really disgusting. After getting advice from a different friend, I intend on writing her an apology. But I'm not exactly sure how to explain the situation without making it seem like I was trying to make fun of her or to be rude to her intentionally. I also don't know how to explain my feeling towards the head scratching without making things awkward. Any advice? Wow, that was really hard to read. Girl, honestly, that shit is fucking gross. I'm sorry. Like, okay, she might have some sort of scalp issue. Um, yes, that is true. But at the end of the day, you know, it would be more gross if she knew she had a scalp itch issue and just continued scratching. Because I feel like there's certain medications that you could take for that. If you're scratching your head to the point where you are bleeding, that is very nasty. Okay, I'm sorry, but that is very nasty. Okay? That's very much gross. Um, and, and I feel like it, if, if your head is that itchy, then you need to go wash it, honey. You need to. That's very gross. I wouldn't want to sit next to a person like that. Who knows what she got what she got in that. But um yeah. I feel like I feel like you're you're not being rude. Okay? Maybe yes, showing her the messages and her seeing her name in there. Okay? Maybe that's a little rude, but it's not like you were lying or you were gossiping or I hope you weren't you were telling the truth like you felt grossed out you didn't know what to do so you texted your friends I'm pretty sure everyone has fucking done that um I don't think you should apologize I think you should just clarify what happened just so she understands um because you shouldn't be sorry for anything you know um okay maybe if you want, just be like, I'm sorry if that made you feel, if I made you feel bad in any way or anything like that. But, um, but I, 
I still don't think you do, you owe her an apology. Like nothing bad went wrong. It's not like you you called her a name. It's not like you called her a bitch or anything like that. If you did, then okay, yes, then you definitely need to apologize. Um, but at the end of the day, you were grossed out and you, yeah, you just told your friends about it, okay? Um, like how every fucking teenage girl does. So I think you should message this girl. It doesn't need to be awkward or anything. Just be straight up. Be like, hey, um, I'm not sure if you saw, but when I showed you the messages from between me and my friends from earlier, I think you had seen our conversation. I just want to clarify that I wasn't trying to make you feel bad or I wasn't trying to make fun of you. I just honestly felt grossed out when we were working together because you kept scratching your scalp and some blood was coming out so it made me a little nauseous to look at so that's why I moved away um so yeah I'm not sure if if that's like if that's a regular thing for you or if it's because you have a scalp issue but I just wanted to let you know um that way you didn't think like I was being rude or anything like that okay like that's really it. And if you want to add an, an apology, then just be like, I'm sorry if I made you feel any sort of way, okay? Just make it simple. And, you know, however she responds is, is going to be the way that she responds. At, at least you got your story out and at least you, um, you, you approached her. So that way she knows and she doesn't think, she doesn't think that, you know, you were being mean or anything like that. Okay. But that was it, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed all these juicy stories. Like, what? I'm like, they were really fucking good. Um, So, yeah, make sure you follow me on all my social medias. They will be linked down below or above, however the description box works. I still, wait. No, I think it is below. I think it is below the recording. Huh. But then again, it, it depends because this uploads on multiple streaming Uh, devices so um but yeah again thank you so much for listening and i'll see you guys in the next um episode and also please email me with any questions anything like any news that you want to tell me about i take everything and i'll talk about it um so yeah love you guys see you bye